The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com and find us on Twitter and Facebook. Welcome back to another episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. When we last left our heroes, uh, what was it? Let me check. Let me check my notes. Oh, it was just a super chill time. Oh yeah, very chill. Mm-hmm. Totally chill. Especially for Gabe. Oh yeah. Duncan, I have a really important question. <gasps> what? Do you remember which arm you lost? Right. Good. My dominant arm. Just making sure I'll have to put another post-it note beside me so that I don't forget. (laughs) So Gabriel lost his right arm in an unfortunate Genesect incident that was supposed to be just a natural Pokemon Ranger exam in which you would try and soothe a very angry, very old blind Scyther deep in the Pastoria Safari Zone. Obviously didn't go as planned. Didn't go in there thinking, hey, you know what's the great thing to happen today? Maiming. (laughs) So, basically, he got brought into the hospital, he got patched up, he's not doing a prosthetic at the moment, even though he was offered, he got an offering to build one by Ava Logos. Yes, that Ava Logos who founded the Logos Foundation. She claims that she is not part of the evil robots from the future. And I think you guys are believing her right now. What? Yes. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means that so it was like... how question this? <laughs> it means that it was like three weeks since you recorded, and I can't remember how suspicious you were on a scale from one to ten. Well, we were initially <laughs> very suspicious, because it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't because remember she... giving you my number. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she hacked into all of your electronic devices. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after that, uh, the group chat of the Chosen 12 was very concerned, but everyone agreed that you're all just going to keep on training until you're ready to face whatever's waiting for you up north. Oh yes, mm-hmm. the group of us, the Pokey Death Group. Ah, yeah, that's a good... <laughs> that, yeah, that actually, yeah. We should use that. <laughs> uh, then there's a brief shopping trip. And then... You started the way back to Hearthome, and then shortly after you left, you were rejoined once again by the Scyther, by Old Man Andre, who felt very bad about getting Gabe involved in a situation that resulted in his injury, so he did did not allow Gabe to catch him, but he is traveling with the party. Yay. New companion. Hooray. So. Do you guys want anything fun to happen on the route to Hearthome? I don't know, DM. Do you have anything fun planned for us while we uh, are on the route? Uh, No, I do not, which is why I don't want to just fast forward through it in case anyone else has any other ideas. 
You know what never fails me in these kind of situations? A good you old fashioned. Va- I am actually going to fast forward. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> All right. In that case, you guys spend a long, uneventful day heading out of the marshlands back up through Route. Whichever one it was. So many of them. It's the route that goes past the Pokey Mansion. You don't stop there for a drink. You just walk right past and you spend most of the day. You get to Hearthome around, let's say, mid-afternoon. Do we want to go eat or something? Yeah, a cafe doesn't sound that bad. Set up a cafe. Alright, so yeah, you head down to a, a nice quaint little cafe. Uh, it's the, it's the Furfru Cafe. Hmm. Actually, no, no, it's a Meowth Cafe. Uh. <laughs> and there's, you go in and there's all manner of Meowth just kind of strewn about lounging. <laughs> Look at all these small cats. I have a big cat. <laughs> <laughs> you got a wrestling cat. Yeah, big, you know, you see how big he is now? Oh, wait, did I? Does he yeah. still think he's a liquid? Oh. oh, yeah, I did. I had my mini freak out about him. I was like, oh my god, he's a wrestling cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I guess we get, like... I don't know, I'll get something caffeinated. I don't know what the other two would get. And probably, like, sandwiches? Then just play with the... Play with the meows. <laughs> meows? I want to poke it because, like, I I recognize the the uh, the Cantonian and the Alolan meows, but I don't recognize the mangy looking ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll also Pokedex. Deleti, deleti, meow. The scratch cat Pokemon, living with hardy people on the sea has toughened this Pokemon's body so much that parts of it has turned to iron. What? Oh, well, you know, it's Meowth. a skill type. Meowth! <laughs> and, like, the yeah, this, this big fuzzy Meowth with, like, a beard and horns, it comes up to it comes up to Gabe and, like, starts rubbing against him, and it, it feels like you're just kind of being scraped by a bunch of steel wool. <laughs> That's rough. Meowth. <laughs> oh, I pat the little guy on the head. So while you guys are like grabbing a bite to eat here, um, who wants to notice something? I was prepared to know stuff on the brute, so I guess I will notice things. All right, you notice a little pin board that has, like, current events and community events going on, and you see a big flashy poster with a person standing flanked by a pair of butterfly-like Pokemon, and it says, Swarm Contest, held today at the Pokemon Fan Club. Swarm Contest? Is this like a bug-type contest? Bugs only? Perk ears perk up what? Hey, Gabe, look at this. Oh, hey. 
there all right i guess we'll probably approach it see if there's any details on it yeah so now that you're closer you can see the fine print and it says uh enter with a team of two bug type pokemon uh the winner will get a prize oh cool That's yeah, here? that's that's here at the Pokemon fan club. Oh, yeah, I don't have two bug Pokemon, so uh, I can't do this. I've got a variety. <laughs> a whole cavalcade. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I guess it's just it, it just fell on me to become the bug guy. <laughs> I love my little guys, though. I, I, I certainly hope they don't bug you. Now they do. Oh, they're cool. <laughs> oh, one of the one of the gray colored meows like hears that and like scoffs and stomps away. Don't worry, they're just like that. <laughs> well, how how about we like finish up here? Let's go over there. Do this. Mm-hmm. Get what yeah, number f- batch number four for you? I'm pretty sure betting there's a badge here. Well, you, you never know. It's at a prize, but I, I, I guess that prize could be a badge. Mm-hmm. Oh, by badge I meant ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't okay, good, good. We all yeah, it, it specifies that you get a prize in addition to the ribbon. Oh, sick. Oh, cool. Nice. So we finish up at the Meowth Cafe. We bid adieu to our furry friends. Good little pals. And, alright, I'm guessing you're heading right over to the fan club? Yes. Why not? Sounds like the plan. Alright, so, guys walk over across town, go into the fan club. You can tell it's the fan club because it's like this big, colorful yellow and pink building. It's got like all heart-shaped windows and heart decorations on it and like flags. And there's like a whole bunch of like garden gnomes. But Pokemon of all varieties. Huh. So like there's all sorts of like Pikachus and Vulpixes and Totodiles and Bagons and they all have like beards attached to them and pointy hats. Amish? <laughs> no gnomes. <laughs> and so you walk inside and you see that So this seems like just some kind of generic event space. Like, there's all sorts of... Again, there's so many Pokemon-themed decorations all around the the length, the the circumference of the room that you walk into, the big main room. But it looks like usually it's just a place designed for whatever you want to do. Because all the chairs are folding chairs, and they're currently, like, all pushed out so that there's a big space in the center. And... There's, like, someone has assembled a bunch of, like, small platforms to make a large central platform. And yet you see two people who are there, and they're, like, doing some stretches, and it looks like they're getting ready for stuff. You see one, it's a girl in a yellow dress and a big beehive hairdo and some big bug-eye glasses. And there's another guy who is bald, and he's got, like, honeycomb tattooed on his bald scalp, and he's dressed like a punk rocker, complete with a guitar slung over his back. 
I, I've, I've really got to do something with my wardrobe because everyone who's a competitive contest player has these crazy looks to them. <laughs> and then old man scuttles over to you. Oh, yes, hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Pokemon Fan Club. How can I help you today? Oh, hello. I happen to stumble upon the event that's happening today, and I would like to participate. Oh, wonderful! Another entrant for the Swarm Contest! Oh, this is such a great thing! Such great news! We've only had two people enter so far. It's really quite tragic. You see, people don't seem to be fans of Bug Pokemon the same way they are about other Pokemon. But, oh, finally, we have three people. We can finally hold an official contest. Oh, the Tanya and Court have been so excited for this all throughout the week, and now finally we have a third competitor and they can fight. It'll be such a beautiful display of Bug Pokemon prowess! Man, wow, that is sure lucky that we happen to be here on the right day at the right time. It's destiny! Deoxys? Good destiny this time. Quite! So, how's about you tell me your name and the name of the Pokemon that would be entering the contest with you? Yes, I've decided I'm gonna go with Blair and Blaze. Oh, look at these two! Oh, delightful, wonderful specimens of bug Pokemon! Oh, this is magnificent! Oh, I'm so excited, I can't wait to see the festivities commence! Hey, Belle, let's go take our seats. Good luck, Gabe! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. They say to uh, Jill, Jillian, I didn't understand a single word that man said. I did, but <laughs> yeah, that, that was a bit much. <laughs> so, Belle, you and Julian take your seats, and the, uh, a few moments later, uh, Pokemon walks, walks up and takes another seat beside you, and it looks like a larger, tougher version of Gabe's Pokemon Buggy. Oh, Pokedex. Diliti, Diliti, Armaldo, the plate Pokemon. Its enormous retractable claws can cut through most anything. Its entire body is clad in sturdy plates. It skewers prey with its claws to feed. Hello, sir. Armaldo. I agree. And then the Armaldo pulls out a little picnic basket and opens it up and takes out some finger sandwiches and offers the two of you some. Oh, well, don't mind if I do. So, Gabe, you go to that center platform with Buggy, with Flare and Blaze. Swadloon, Sizzlipede! And so the punk guy and the girl with the beehive walk over to you. The punk guy goes, Oh, hey, man, uh, finally, I heard there was another person who wants to compete with a bug Pokemon in a contest. That's awesome! It's radical! Yeah, oh, I'm I'm psyched for this. This is the first time it'll be a bug inclusive uh, contest for me, so I look forward to this contest. Oh yes, it's going to be so delightful! I can't wait for my pretty little bug Pokemon to absolutely wipe the floors with two of you. We'll be the best competitor win. Ha <laughs> ha! Yes, indeed. So, uh, do you have the contest rules out to refer to if you need them? Yeah, I'm I'm bringing them up. <laughs> Uh, the old man, like, goes up to the center. All right, everybody! I hope everyone is ready for the contest to commence. It's going to be great! Now, here's how this special contest is going to work. Because everyone is using two Pokemon at once, what will happen is that both Pokemon will present a move at the same time, and their effects will uh, be activated simultaneously. They will share both the appeal points and jam points, and everything will all be added together at once at the end for everything to commence into the declaration of a victor! 
<laughs> Woo! I love Pokemon so much! And the Pokemon fan club is so proud to present this Swarm Contest! Is, is it just uh, Belle and Julian in the stands? <laughs> no, there's, there's like a decent crowd of people. Okay. And then uh, Armaldo. <laughs> and sad. also the Armaldo. He was handing out dainties. <laughs> Armaldo's very nice. And also to make things a little bit more interesting, we will be specifically be judging on the type of moves, the contest type of moves, and so that way, that way we will know which bug Pokemon will also be most exemplary of smart type moves. All right, now first I would like to happily introduce you to Tanya and the lady in the yellow dress and the beehive hairdo. She walks out and she pulls out a Pokeball in each hand and throws them into the air. And out of one pops a green and purple moth-like Pokemon. And out of another pops a little fuzzy yellow bee in a scarf. Pokedex! <laughs> Sorry, I was yawning. Pokedex! Pokedex! <laughs> the poison moth Pokemon. It scatters its fine dust all over when it is attacked. Toxic powder is scattered with each flap. At night, it is known to strip leaves off trees lining boulevards. Dilly-dee, dilly-dee. Rybombi, the bee fly Pokemon. It makes pollen puffs from pollen and nectar. The puffs' effects depend on the type of ingredients and how much of each one is used. And Tanya will be rolling using her charm stat. And so, as in accordance with the rules, each die that comes up as a roll of three or higher you gain one die in a contest stat that may be used during this contest, just like a Pokemon's contest stat dice. So, Tanya has drained and irritated one, two, three cute dice for her to use. Because cute and tough are allied with smart. And next up, this wonderful guitarist has sued the souls of many Buck Pokemon before, and so now we'll be introducing Cord! And Cord walks up and he unslings his guitar, and as he does, a pair of Pokeballs pop out of it and burst open to reveal a red and white shell and a red, black, and cream colored with a mustache. Delete, delete, chuckle, the mold Pokemon. And when the Pokedex says chuckle, this like yellow wormy part pops out of the shell. <laughs> it stores berries in its shell. The berries eventually ferment to become a delicious juice. Oh, I've had chuckle juice, it's actually pretty good. Delete, delete, Cricketoon. The cricket Pokemon. That's that's what the Pokedex entry says. It, there's no other entries. It's just that. No, over it, it and just says. Even the user entries aren't the same. Height. Wait. So Cord is going to roll with Intimidation to generate some tough dice. And that is going to be three tough dice for Cord. 
And now, finally, our newcomer and the person who, without this, none of this would be possible. Give it up for our 11th hour contestant, Gabriel! Okay. That wasn't that much. <laughs> I almost thought he pulled something. Pulled his vocal cord. <laughs> as, my, my, as my two choices have already been uh, revealed by my side. Do you do, like, any kind of pizzazz? <laughs> yes. Uh, I have Blaze, like, coil around Swabloon and then just, like, position himself on top. Sizzly, 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 peed! Swabloon! And so, are you rolling with Charm, Command, Guile, Intimidate, or Intuition? <laughs> Guess I'm going. I'm gonna bust out that charm. I got this. It's it's all good. Oh, I got this. Eleven. Nice. So that'll net you two. Cute. So you can use those pump up to the appeal when your Pokemon use a cute move. Cool. All right. So round one. Turn one goes to Tanya. All right, Dusty, use a gust, and Sparkly, use Fairy Wind! And so the two Pokemon of Tanya's both flap their wings and whip up a little whirlwind that's kind of filled with sparkles and glitter. <laughs> Those are steady performances, so that's going to be that and that all together. Okay, so one six is three appeal points, and then one five and one two fours is another six, so that's nine. And then ten, eleven, three, four, twelve. So Tanya nets herself twelve appeal and two fumble and gains two voltage with that combination. And then the next turn is going to be Cord. All right. Shuckle, you start us off with a rollout. And Cricketune, you try a sing. Hey, that's mine. So Shuckle curls back into its shell and starts rolling around. And then Cricketune like, starts strumming on like the little cords that are running across his torso while going So he's going to get with a six. We get two appeal points. Five, four, three, and two twos. So that's out of six dice total, he gets seven appeal and zero fumble. And is also able to gain two voltage, yes. And now we move on to Gabriel's turn. Alright. I'm gonna have Flare protect from Blaze's bug bite. So I'm gonna have it play out like where he like protects from above and then blocks his Blaze bug bite. Nice. And what contest effects do those have? 
Uh, it has attention grabber and oh, what was it uh, inverse appeal? But yeah, what's oh sorry, I should have asked before. What's the uh, the judge's uh, voltage sitting at right? Uh, well, you have no volt or oh shoot, let me remind myself how voltage works. <laughs> Everyone has individual voltage. Okay. So right now you have zero voltage because you've just started. Okay, perfect. Yeah, then, then yeah, I'm gonna go with protect. Okay, so you, have, you gotta tell me what those moves do. Oh, sorry. So inverse appeal is um, rolls three d four more if the judge has one or zero voltage. It, it rolls x d six. Yeah. Which is equal to five minus your current voltage. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And what does the other one do? Have the appeal points rounding down the Pokemon who last went during the appeal that appeal. Round. That's then nothing. That isn't close to. You said attention grabber. Yeah. That's not what an attention grabber does. No, I'm on the Pokemon. What moves did you say you're using? Bug bite and protect. Yeah, because on the one I'm reading, attention grabber it says each adjacent competitor loses up to two voltage, and you gain voltage equal to the amount lost this way. Oh, okay. And because you're specifically using Protect, I'm going to say that you'll get to the 5d6 before, like, you, your inverse appeal will apply to the voltage you had before you stole the voltage away from Tanya. <laughs> Alright, so... Then I would roll... You'll roll 6d6 total. Yeah. And you can cash in one of your cute die if you want to. Uh, no, six seems like plenty. Okay. Okay, I got one, two, one, three. Two fours, one, five, one, six. Nice, that's seven. Appeal. And you also went gain your two voltage. This ton you Ooh. stole that from Tanya. Yeah. Nice. So, we enter the second round. And now, the center of attention is Cord. Alright, Big Shucks. Alright, Big Shucks. Ah, what was his voice again? Alright, Big Shucks. Keep using Rollout. And Cricket Tuner, let's try a Screech. So Cord is rolling 12 die. 12 oh, dice. Dang. Alright, so let's see. We've got one six. One, two, three, four, five fives, one four, one three, three twos, and a one. So that's plus two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. That's fifteen, sixteen appeal, and one fumble. For a total of now at twenty-three appeal. And one fumble. And the voltage. How does the voltage change with the unsettling? Gains one voltage. And then loses two voltage. So now down to one voltage. And then each person adjacent loses one voltage. So now, Duncan, you are now down to one voltage when your turn begins. Okay. And now it's your turn. <laughs> I'm going to go with String Shot and Flame Wheel. So, string shot gives me excitement. 
which is gain two voltage or three d six you gain two voltage and flame wheel is reliable three d six and if if i if i use the same move last turn then i get an additional six and gain one but i haven't this is the first time i use flame wheel okay so that's six d six and then you'd gain one for using the smart move, but then you'd lose one for using the beauty move. But then you gained one for you for the one voltage, so that's 76 total. Okay, cool. Glad <laughs> you keep a track of that. <laughs> a one, a two, three fours, a five, and a six. Alright, so that's six. So that'll bring you up to 13 appeal. And bring you back up to two voltage. And how does this look? Uh, as as Blaze is is um, I, I'm always kind of trying to picture how Flame Wheel is like spinning. Yeah, he he spins around the as uh, flare string shots in a circular match of uh, in the same circular motion that uh, Blaze is uh, spinning around her. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so then next is going to be Tanya. Who seems a little miffed that she lost all of the voltage after you guys stole all of her attention. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're gonna get this back! Dusty, use poison powder! And... Sparkly, how about a sweet scent? And so they begin to spray this smell that... It smells really good, a little bit like burnt almonds, but like in a nice way. Mmm, burnt almonds. <laughs> and... This world's burnt randoms. It's a two fives. No, three fives, a four, and a three. And the others were ones, so that's one, two, three, four, five points. So she's up to 20 points. Still has her two fumbles from before. And she gains... Now she's at four voltage. And now we move on to the next round, and now, Gabe, it is your turn. Alright. So what are they both sitting at for voltage right now? Cord has one, and Tanya has four, and you are in center stage, so they're both adjacent to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Alright, I, I, I brain-dead it there. Alright, Flare! Let's go with another Protect, while Blaze finish it off with a Slam. And are you cashing one of the, one of your cute dice? Yes. All right. And that's going to be five, eight, nine, eleven in total. Oh, ten. I'm grabbing all my dices. <laughs> ten. <laughs> I missed a dice there. Okay, so I have three ones, one two, one three, two fours, two fives, two sixes. So that's going to be three fumble points from the ones, and nothing from the two, but again you get one from the three, and then eight from the four and fives, and six from the sixes. So that's two, four, six, eight, nine, fifteen, which brings you up to twenty-eight. Yeah. And as so I'm guessing it's gonna be like 
protect uh, flare protects and then blaze is like basically doing a backflip to finish or slam onto the protect shield yeah just like slap it with the back of his tail so when that slap happens there's a crack like what did you ever play with like the spark balls where really like you smack them together and they make cracking noises because they're covering gunpowder oh, yes yes so there's a crack like that and then the two of them begin to glow. Oh, what? And then what happens is the protect disappears, and as Blaze's tail continues to come down, it starts growing longer and thinner, and like some wisps of flame come out of it. But just before it makes contact with Flare, a spindly yellow limb reaches out and grabs it. Ooh. And then like a magical girl, Flare sheds his cocoon to reveal this long spindly mantis like Pokemon all yellow and green with like a little leaf cloak surrounding it and spins blaze around as blaze stretches longer and thinner and more majestic. And then when they finish blaze is wrapped around flare like a boa oh. <laughs> and they pose. Pokedex. Holy shit, Pokedex! <laughs> I try not to lose my shit. <laughs> delete, delete, Centiscorch, the radiator Pokemon. When it heats up, its body temperatures reaches about 1500 degrees Fahrenheit. It lashes its body like a whip and launches itself at enemies. Delete, delete, Levani, the nurturing Pokemon. Upon finding a small Pokemon, it weaves clothing for them from its leaves, using the cutters on its arms and sticky silk. It also uses leaves to make warm wrappings for young Sawaddle. <laughs> Leave any! Sentiscorch! Hey! Amazing! What a, what a professional play right there! <laughs> I try to keep my composure. Yes, this, this is completely intended. Uh, and next is Tanya, and she's just kind of staring at you aghast, like, uh, I, oh, I don't, I don't really know how to top that. Um, okay, team, let's try our best. We're gonna do our pink and purple combo finisher, dazzling gleam and confusion. Ah! And so that is one is a cute exhausting act, and the other is a steady performance smart. So that's going to be five. And then six for the smart one. And then... Exhausting Act is 4d6. She has two more voltage, so that's another 2d6. And she's... Is that a cute move, too? Yes, it is. So she's cashing in one of her cute die. And that's going to be a total of 13 dice. That Tanya rolls. Oh, plus four for the voltage. I don't have that many dice. Okay, so with 13 dice, I still have to roll four more after this. Tanya got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen points. Fourteen. Fifteen points. So that brings her to 35. Those are two fumbles. And next is Cord. Alright, well, 
Let's just keep going then. Uh, cricket tuner, cricket tuner, use taunt and shucker. Wait, what, what was his name? <laughs> Big shucks. <laughs> Big shucks. Shucks, just keep using rollout. So let's 10 dice to roll. Two sixes, one five, three fours, no, four, five fours and two ones. So that's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten points. 33 and one fumble. And then the old man runs up. And that's it. Wow, what an amazing Pokemon competition contest this was. It was amazing. I was so good. I love Pokemon so much. <laughs> and now, the judge is tally for the points, but first, what's this? And then the old man reaches into his coat pocket and he pulls out a tiny little worm and it looks like it's wearing glasses and a bow tie. And the tiny little worm hands the man a tiny little index card. Index. Jilly-dee, jilly-dee. bug, the larva Pokemon. Oh. A constant collector of information, this Pokemon is very smart. Very strong is what it isn't. Oh. Rude. <laughs> According to our judges... Due to the extraordinary events of the evolution of competitors Blaze and Flare and their trainer Gabriel, we have decided to grant a bonus four appeal points to them. Amazing. Yeah. With a score of 29 appeal points, it is Gabriel, Blaze and Flare. In second place with a score of 32 appeal points, it is Cord, Krikatuna, and Big Shucks. And with a score of 33 appeal points coming in first place, it is Tanya, Dusty, and Sparkly! Yay! We did it! Oh, good job, everybody! And she gives her Pokemon a big hug. And Cord, like, does high fives, or high goops, with his Pokemon. <laughs> Alright, good job, guys. Dragon, I, I come up to them, I'm like, oh, you guys look amazing. Good, you did great out there. I'm proud of you guys. Sent his guard! And they look kind of disappointed. Because they freaking evolved. And you still came yeah. in third place out of three. <laughs> you guys don't need to worry about that. I, You did an amazing job out there. And these two clearly have have been in the game longer than I have. In which I, I I go up to each of them and extend my gratitude. It's like that was a great match. I was glad I was I was a part of it. Oh yo, that was that was so tight when your Pokemon evolved. Oh, that was so cool. Like, yeah, like like even don't don't beat yourself up even though you got third. You guys you guys took a big risk and it didn't pay off this time, but maybe next time it will. No, oh, I'm sure it will. <laughs> and then Tanya walks up. Yeah, and honestly, I think we just got really lucky that we were able to pull off such a good move ourselves in the end. And you definitely deserve a consolation prize, and so I wanted to give you this. And she hands you a little green satchel. Oh. <laughs> Thank you very much. And it's got, like, a string around it that you could potentially use to hang it over the neck of a Pokemon. This is some silver powder. Now, don't... Careful not to open it. Careful not to sprinkle it in places. It gets very irritating if you get it in the eyes. Ooh. Yeah. 
But if you give this to one of your Pokemon, it'll increase the power of their Bug-type moves! Oh, that'll be great indeed. Thank you, this, is, this will be very helpful. You're most certainly welcome! I return to, to Julian and Belle. Dude, that was awesome! Yeah, coolest thing we've seen yet. <laughs> yeah. Next time I'll I'll crank out a win. I mean, can't win them all, but I mean, exactly. If I were a judge, I, I would have just given you the win right there because I was way too cool. <laughs> that that's why I'm not a judge. I would skew the boat way too much. <laughs> yeah. There's. Uh, there's like now that the contest is finished, people are like moving their chairs back, and there's like a lady who's like set up a little chair under a banner that says "Friendship Checker." Um, there's a person who looks like he's giving Pokemon special massages. <laughs> there's a person who's measuring a Pokemon's feet. Uh, oh, okay. I, I think you get uh things for that. <laughs> Bored now. I want to go go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say that out loud? Yes. Oh, so you say you want to go to the gym? Do you? Uh, yes. You turn around, and you are greeted by Lynn, who you recognize because you have seen them. Yes. Uh, several days ago. Yes. When they were initially competing in a Pokemon contest, they look like David Bowie. Yes. <laughs> oh, right. Which era of David Bowie? We're we're talking Goblin King. That's what that's what you described at the Pokemon contest. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. The cross between uh Goblin King uh, Jareth. That, that was his name, right? Yeah. And uh Yami Merrick? I think that's what you said. Yeah, that sounds right. Um <laughs> They have changed the hair now. The hair is now thin white Duke David Bowie. Okay. Uh, okay. But the outfit is still Labyrinth David Bowie. Except it's all pinks and purples. Okay. Well, I'll have you know that I've been hoping the three of you would challenge my gym as well. It is almost complete. The preparations, the symbols, the drama. It is nearly ready. Meet me at the gym bright and early tomorrow morning, and I will give you a gym battle that you will not be prepared for. Wow, you're actually, like, way more into this than I thought. I'm actually super excited. I finally found it. I found the perfect gym battling style that will keep my enemies on my toes, keep myself on my toes, keep my Pokemon on their toes, and if they don't have toes, then they shall gain toes, oh, and then oh. keep off of them. <laughs> what? Okay, then. I'm very... I was, you know, initially a little concerned after watching your uh, last uh, contest. You seemed a little bit flippant, but that now you look like you're into this, and I'm, I'm now pumped. Excellent. I shall see you tomorrow at the break of dawn. Good day. And then he... And hey. then they fade away in glitter. <laughs> oh! 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 <laughs> it's not real glitter, it's magic glitter. It also fades away after the effect is finished. Oh, I feel fine now. <laughs> <laughs> For a second there, it felt Julie like my face was melting. a sudden allergy to glitter? 
<laughs> you know, I... <laughs> Listen, I'm scared of a lot of things. That includes birds, glitter, and bears. <laughs> Note to self, don't take Julie into a gay bar. <laughs> So, you guys are finished at the club, and the gym doesn't open until tomorrow morning. What else would you like to do today? I think, in preparation for this gym, Julian is going to go train. Alright. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done some training. Alright, so, guys head over to... Oh, wait a second, there's an actual park in Hearthome. What's it called again? Uh, um... Something road. Uh, Amity Square. Amity Square. Oh, I knew it was Amity. So you guys head up to the northern section of Hearthome, which is Amity Square, which is a very large, very beautiful park. All sorts of trees and flower and just little meadows to be in nature with. But there's also like this rocky outcropping that they've allowed Pokemon to like dig out and burrow into. So now there's all these like little cave systems and little benches and stuff that are all naturally formed that you can crawl into. There's even this massive lake. Well, not massive, massive, but pretty big for a park. And there's little bridges going into the center where there's like a big island in the center. So basically this is kind of like a botanical garden. Like a, like a Bushard Gardens. Pretty much, yeah. Nice. Oh, it's so pretty here. Alright, gang, let's drink! <laughs> That's what all your Pokemon sound like at the same time together. Yes. Alright, so gang, what kind of training is happening? I think Julian, with the information he has on Lynn, knowing that they are a fairy-type trainer, right? That's that's yep. known. Yes. Uh, Julian's more or less taking stock and looking at over the team and realizing, man, I got nothing against fairy. In fact, Fairy messes me up. Hmm. I got. I got. Do. I got. Do some thinking. Uh, and the the teams more or less they're they're just doing like XP training. They're just trying to get some levels in them. All right. Yeah. I'll say. With the training you guys are doing, I'm guessing it's just like doing some laps, like going back and forth across the island bridge, or yeah. So yeah, do you want to just have everyone gain a level? Yeah, sure, That's if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's easy. Um, Belle, are you guys training, or are you just, like, chill? Um, I think... I'm gonna do, get them to do some training, because we haven't really had any proper exercise for a bit. <laughs> and... I'm just trying to figure out who am I going to use because I also have a bunch of dragons that get real. But you also up. have poison and I do have Myra, Tex, Sigurd. Yeah, I could. Sarah might not be that bad of a choice. Yeah, I haven't really used her in battle, so. And Billy resists fairy, even if fire is not super effective. Anyway, I think. The training is mostly going to be kind of like calisthenics, going through the moves, going through like the actual 
various physical moves. So just a level up across the board, too? Yeah. Sounds good. All right, and then, Gabe, you said that you're going to be a little bit more specific since you've got some new situations going on. Um, I'm imagining this pretty much goes until you guys get hungry for dinner. Yep, and probably by then we call it. So after a fun day of traveling and contesting and training, you guys grab some meals at the Pokemon Center, you hit the hay. A few hours go by. Everybody roll perception! Seventeen. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Almost. <laughs> nah, I gotta All be right, different. So <laughs> So, Julian and Gabriel, you guys sleep through the whole night. Uh Bell, a few hours after you go to bed, you're woken up by the feeling of the building shaking. That's weird. What's going on? It's it's over almost as soon as it begins, but you're you're certain that you felt the building shake a little. Okay, uh, that was a weird feeling. Maybe it's just some seismic activity. Um, should I roll something or? If you want to roll something, you could roll a cult, you could roll perception again, since you're the only one awake now to look around, or you could just look around normally and see what you find. I guess I'll just look around normally first. Alright, so nothing seems out of place in the room. Like, all of your stuff is together, everyone's stuff seems to be together. Julian's Pokeballs are in just like a little pile next to his bed. Of course. Uh... There's there's some kind of light coming in from the window, faintly but distinctively. Bell goes over to the window then. And what Bell sees is a massive towering figure of white and gold and green walking silently through the city. It's partly see-through and it actually passes through buildings as it travels. And you can distantly hear a noise that uh, I mean, it kind of sounds like one of Julian's bad early demos that he did make you listen to. <laughs> like, he ma- he put it together when he was 12, but he was like, listen to me, this is what I made when I was 12, I was adorable. And it does sound like just shitty dubstep, and this is the noise that comes out of this towering figure. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, I'm gonna go downstairs. Yeah, I'll have Myra and Cassidy with me. Alright, so Myra and Cassidy flank you. Needle Queen! Oi, what? And you, you burst out the Pokemon Center doors, and when you get outside, there's nothing. You don't see anything. But it was just there. Is this another time thing?
thank you for listening to Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at PKNN underscore Millennium, where you can also join our Discord. You can support the podcast on Patreon.com slash PKMN Millennium. We'd like to thank our current supporters on Patreon. Rookie Trainer Scott M. Novice Trainers Lisa Littlebear, Lindsay Mitchell, and Eli. And Ace Trainers MF Dilly D and Crimson Lotus 21. We'd like to thank the creators of Pokemon. Satoshi Tajiri, Ken Sugimori, and Junichi Matsuda. We'd also like to thank the PTU dev team for making a game for us to play. We are a non-profit, fan-based parody. Pokemon is owned by The Pokemon Company, Game Freak, Creatures Incorporated, and Nintendo. I am a flaming Moltres! <laughs> <laughs>